Mel's on the MIC. 103.1, best station in Central Texas. Jamming on the J-O-B. Only on 103.1. Kiss FM. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a very special guest on the phone line with me with almost 40 years in the music industry. 11 number one hits, four Grammy nominations. I'm surprised you ain't won a Grammy. And I'm shocked at that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the legendary Freddie Jackson is on the phone line with me. How are you today, sir? All right. People are determined to age me, huh? <laughs> I don't know what it's, what it's about. It's uh, 31 years in the business, but someone wants to give me an, an extra nine years. When you start getting older, you start, you know, you, you want those nine years. Right. Uh, so it's 31 years. 31 years. Yes. And I've been doing Yes, wonderful. New record, new album that's going to come out, a new band, a new single, one night, and coming to Korea and having a great time in my life. That's fantastic to hear because, uh, and we'll get into your new single because you're still producing great new music to this day, and uh, everybody's very excited to hear. Uh, but let's talk about what you've been up to lately. You've still been on the road, still touring, still working, even after being in the game for 30 years. How does it feel to know that your music has st- has pretty much stood the test of time? Man, it's an honor. It's a gift. It's a pleasure. It's a God-given thank you to him because it's because of his grace that I'm able to continue to do what it is that I love to do and that I have an audience that still stands after 31 years that still loves and wants Freddie Jackson to continue to go on and to go forth. So I am very honored uh, to be in this game. We have a show here on, on Kiss FM where we do uh, every Sunday called Throwback Sunday where we look back on uh, classic songs from the 80s and 90s and um, we were just we, it, it dawned on us that just like recently as of last week you were at the top of the charts 30 years ago in 1987 with Jam Tonight. You were like you had like the number one song in this exact week in 1987 and, and yet you st- and, uh, and yet like we say you continue to still tour and still uh, produce new music. What keeps you going? What, what continues to motivate you because I'm quite sure most artists that has the death of a career like you has had a, such a long career like yours. Uh, uh, they tend to fall back and say, "I'm good. I don't want to work anymore." But what what motivates you to keep going? Well, I love singing. Singing is my passion. Uh, I'm better when I am singing. I'm better when I'm on the road. I'm reckless when I'm not on the road. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm more. Um, so, so sustainable when I'm on the road. So when I'm able to come come out and sing on stage and look at and look out into the audience and I see people holding hands and reminiscing, remembering the first time they heard the you my ladies and when I meet people that tell me about the Tasty Love Babies and the Rock Me Tonight mm-hmm. experiences and the Nice and Slow and the Have You Ever Loved Somebody you know, the experiences that they've gone through through my songs, it lets me know that my uh, perception of being the man that I am born and raised in Harlem, around, surrounded around a woman who taught me how to love, how to give love, and to be loved, that that is really the key point in my life, that that is the true part of Freddie Jackson, and that is no doubt, no doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, Freddie Jackson coming to the Colleen Civic Conference Center uh, September 1st. Going to be a big show. Also going to be joined by Glenn Jones, another R&B legend in his right as well. And uh, let's talk about the new song, One Night. Because that's what you're promoting right now. 
Yeah, you know what? Going back just a couple of seconds, uh-huh. what a lot of people don't know is that that is me singing all the background parts on Green Zone. So me, that's Freddie Jackson. Really? Um, yes. Uh, before it's written by Lala, who you give uh, you give good love for Miss Whitney Houston's Whitney Houston's uh, first number one record, and Lala calls me to come in to sing the background parts on Green Zone. Show me. So. People don't understand. That's why I said people try to date me, but don't know the history of Freddie Jackson. And if they do a little homework, I've also seen background on Evelyn King's Love Come Down. I've seen background on um, Ooh, So Fine, So Fine, So My Mind. I've seen background on many, many records. My voice has been linked to a lot of number on records, but people just don't know it. So that's where I come from. I come from the world of a background singer, first of all, I became Freddie Jackson, Rock Me Tonight. Jam Tonight was originally written for a gentleman by the name of Howard Johnson. Mm-hmm. Howard Johnson recorded the song, Ooh, So Fine. And on that album, on his album, was the first time anyone in the world ever heard Jam Tonight, but it was called Jam Song. Mm-hmm. So when we start really doing our homework and not just going the record, then you really dig into who Freddie Jackson really is and where he came from. And those things are important. Mm-hmm. That have brought me to the place where I am right now with this new album which is called Love Signals. And Love Signals, of course, produced by Mr. Barry Eastman, who wrote and produced Rock Me, uh, 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 You Are My Lady, Love Is Just a Touch Away, I Could Use a Little Love Right Now, Nice and Slow. Mm-hmm. Barry Eastman, I went back and get my magic and made this new album, 10 incredible R&B, a lot of people are so afraid today, today to say R&B. They're so busy. They're quicker to say that R&B today is dead. It's not dead. Not at all. It's just being, you know, it's far from being dead. Everybody else is doing it and getting away with it. But when you are an artist of my genre of 30 years, then they want to say it's dead. But it's not dead. It is at its Finest when I do it, when Gladys Knight does it, when Lionel, when Lionel Ricky continues to do it, when Jeffrey Osborne continues to do it, when I just and and Johnny Gillen, we all just hung out together and ended up where we were just on one stage mm-hmm. having a good time doing R&B. R&B is still alive, so. When we got together just a few weeks ago, and we were talking about the love of R&B. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about my new album, Love Signals. Love Signals is an extension of what true R&B music is. And so I figured that I would go back and give my audience what they're asking me about. And in my travels through the airport and through the streets, and I still live in Harlem, Mm -hmm. and people are asking me, what is wrong? What is the problem? Why is it that I can't get what it is that I need at my favorite radio stations? Why is it that I can't hear 
My Gladys Knight new album on the radio. Mm-hmm. Why is it that I can't hear more Jeffrey, more, more Johnny Gill? Right. I can't answer that. I can't answer that. I know the bureaucracy of the industry says, well, we've got a lot of new stuff going on and a lot of things have changed and, you know, what's strange. And for me, what's strange is that Elton John could be 60 years old and come out with a record and his audience continues to support him. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, when we say r and somebody tells me that at 50, they don't want it. They don't want our legends to live. Right. And so what's important for me is to make a record and to stay true to my value. And so I made an album called Love Signal. My first single, One Night, is Authentic R&B Soul. And I say that because I was in the South and I, I was in a juke joint place for those who know what a jukebox is. The hole in the wall. I had a meeting with a huge record label, and the gentleman that I was having the meeting with didn't know what a jukebox was, which was scary to me (laughs) that an executive (laughs) didn't know what a jukebox was. But he told me, after I explained to him what a jukebox was, I explained to him the story why I did this album, because there was a man standing at the jukebox with money in his hand, playing his favorite songs on the soapbox. And he walked over to me knowing that I was Freddie Jackson and said, Freddie Jackson, you need to make more jukebox music. And I, when I walked out of that bar, that little gym joint, I turned to that man and I said, thank you so much for that. And I promised to give you a record that you can go that will go into your jukebox. And so when I went to bed, I said, I promised somebody a record. And so he said, well, listen to this. I said, that's the song. I'm going to get that man. And Gaston, Alabama, back in the woods with his money in his hand, that was still playing Lionel Richie, the Commodore's Brick House, and Betty White's uh, Clean Up Woman, and in the midst of playing Luther and Freddie on his favorite Farm B records, I promised him that I would give him a record that's still conceded in that avenue. And I think one night... Is that song and this album speaks of that same volume? Okay, so lo- the new album is called Love uh, Love Signals, and when can we expect to see it in stores? Uh, by winter time. I said it back because I really wanted to release this single, mm-hmm. and I really didn't want the bureaucracy of it. Right. You know, because I remember my first album, Rock Me Tonight, it caught on, but then it caught on for a lifetime. Mm hmm. And I don't want a record to come out in six, three months and six months from now. I've got to rush to, uh, to to give another single. Right. That's one of the problems that kill music because it comes and it goes too quick. And the next thing you know, ah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Where I got 31 years mm-hmm. is because my music, that I took my time having the number one record still holds its longevity, I believe what's old is new. So I believe that strategy can still work for me. And I think it still can. It definitely will, because if you look at Johnny Gill and his recent album, I mean, I think he released that album, what, four or five years ago? And it's still, he's still releasing singles from it, and it's still a popular album. Uh, so you Yeah, you don't have to in these days 
because it was a time when you went for the period, the quarter. I gotta have a record right. for these quarters coming out. This award show is coming out. And right. <laughs> now, music has changed and it has evolved. We're living in a social media world where you'd be amazed at how people really want to really discover mm-hmm. music but on their own recognizances, not because someone is making them to enjoy it. And so that's why I chose to make an album, Love Signals, and also to get into Freddie Jackson, because most people would think Love Signals is about, come on, let's make love. Mm -hmm. But Love Signals really is about the turmoil state of mind that this world is right now. And right now, we all need to send some love signals out to each other and let each other know that I got your back. And that's what this song is about. It's about I got your back. And I'm sending love signals all across the world to let you know that I'm here for you and that I love you. And so I took a little time to not only do you know, I've sung songs about do it in the back, do it in the tub, do it in the... I've told you a million ways how to get it and when to get it right. and what time to get it. Right. How to do it while you're getting it. If you ain't got it by now, then you need some love signals. So my point is that I wanted to tell into another part of Freddie Jackson because there are different facets of me, like I just educated you as into my background singing world that people don't have not even scratched the surface to know. And that's what makes a career for an artist who's been in the business for 31 years and who's not used up that the best of you is still yet to come. And so Love Signals is this CD for me that shows my growth. It shows where I am as an artist. And my intent and where I'm going in my future, I was just inducted into the Smithsonian African American Museum as one of the legends of our time. That's a huge inductee because that's beyond my children, your children, when they go into a museum that's pretty destined on the wall. So there are things about me that speak volumes for this album. So coming to Colleen, I want people to see the Freddie Jackson and the love signals that I've been that I've been sent that I'm now giving back to my audience after thirty one years. That's incredible. And congratulations on the Smithsonian induction. That is a huge honor. And um and, and like and like I said before, I think I think we love the fact that I mean, despite uh that you've had an incredible career with background vocals and that, we love to see you on stage, brother. Just you. <laughs> we love to see you on stage yeah, and what you love to do. <laughs> Right. So I've got to like stretch 
and give as much as I can in that small amount of time. But at the same token, it is such an honor that I'm so able to do it. Right. Right. And that's a beautiful thing. And we're looking forward to seeing you do your thing. September 1st at at the Colleen Civic Conference Center, Freddie Jackson and also Glenn Jones will be on the same bill. And they're only in town for one night. So you need to get your tickets now and quit playing around it. But the city's excited. Everybody's been talking and blowing our phone lines up uh, here at Kiss FM, trying to get tickets to the show. I like the way you I love the way you just said the title of my song and and they're in the city just for. There's a method to your madness, brother. And we're looking forward to seeing you performing live. <laughs> totally excited about this. The entire city's excited. Uh, Freddie Jackson, Glenn Jones, September 1st, one night only. So get your tickets now. And uh, if folks want to, and uh, do, uh, you say you do the social media thing. If folks want to follow you on social media, where can they, they, uh, they find you at? FreddieJackson.net.com and I'm on all kind of sites right now. I'm not trying to make what you put, you put some Freddie Jackson doc something. I'm on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Face the Nation, whatever. <laughs> Face the Nation, I like that. <laughs> on, Listen, we trying to sell records and stuff. I got to do Face the Nation. It's all right. <laughs> well, you can. Listen. What I've got to say can't be no worse than what everybody else is. Right, 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 right. It's no problem. Like my grandma called, my grandmother calls it Facebook. So she that tells you everything you need I, to know right now. You know what? I love your grandma for that. <laughs> I love her. Well, we love you, but, uh, well, we love you, brother. We looking forward to we looking forward to seeing you come down in the city on September first, man. And uh, totally excited about this. Freddie Jackson will be here in Central Texas in the, uh, the Colleen Civic Conference Center uh, September first. And I ain't gonna hold up anymore. Your time, anything else you want to add, brother? I don't want to hold up your time, brother. Invite the folks out. Hey, listen, I'm just grateful. I think everybody here is just patient for continuously playing Freddie Jackson because let, let's get real. When you guys stop playing me, then I can't be heard. So I, I'm old school. Mm-hmm. I still say thank you. So I thank you all very much for your love and your support. I'm in New York, so you know. Yeah, I, we hear it. It's always going down in Harlem. Harlem. Uptown, baby. Oh, right. So it wouldn't be Harlem unless there was a policeman. Right. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just want to thank everybody in your station for the love, and I'm looking forward to coming to Colleen. Well, we thank you for your time. Thank you so very much. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Freddie Jackson on the phone line with me. Thank you so much for your time, brother. Mel's on the MIC. What's up? Now heard weekdays from noon to 3 on today's R&B at Old School. 103.1 KISS FM.